guys, it's Mike Five from NewMusicSaturday.com here to introduce part one of episode one of season six of New Music Saturday. Way we made it to six seasons. People sometimes ask me where the seasons come from. Uh, we started the seasons when we started uploading things to all of the streaming apps uh, rather than just through our website and Spreaker. So um, we used to do an NMS 60 thing, which was like 60 minutes of, of like an edited together version of the show for an hour, which was impossible to edit. Uh, the show didn't go on for as long as it does now but it went on for long enough that that was very difficult season two i think was like half a year's worth of stuff once we realized uh nms 60 was just impossible um, and then basically at the start of every year we start a new season so here we are uh, 15th of january 2022 the first time we've managed to get together because i sadly couldn't make it last week um and we are here with 30 plus brand new tunes by independent bands all over the world part one which you're about to hear is super heavy it's ridiculously heavy in fact in places and you will absolutely love it part two which you will hear a little bit later um when, when, when we've record, we, we haven't done it yet when we've, when we've recorded the show or played the show live and podcasted up you will hear part two and we go down the rabbit hole and we get some serious rabbit hole action going on with the tripped out weird and wonderful side of independent music as well I'm excited about 2022 I think it's going to be a brilliant year for music uh, there's lots of fun projects coming up lots of stuff that I'm going to tell you about lots of stuff that you'll hear from other people uh, lots of stuff that we'd like to be involved in lots of music that we're going to play uh, we're really looking forward to it I think you you're going to have a lovely time. I think the world, if I'm honest, I'm going to predict the world is going to start to go back to some sort of version of being allowed to do normal things again. I'm not going to say new normal or any of that bullshit. Uh, and I'm looking forward to it. I'm, I'm frankly looking forward to going out and seeing more gigs and more bands and just kind of cracking on. So let's hope that that happens. Fingers crossed. Please don't play this back to me next year if it all goes wrong. Just pretend I never said it. Uh, thank you for listening. Thank you for your support. Thank you for being amazing. And without further ado, adieu. Here is part one. Is, is that is that a good lead-in? I mean, was that?
<laughs> right on, and welcome to New Music Saturday, hashtag NMS, with myself, Dr. Bones, and my co-host, who's back this week. He had a unique situation last Saturday, but that's okay. We managed aliens with Russ's mosaic, but he's back this week to uh, back to take the helm back over. So what's happening, to Mike Five? Hey, good evening, brother. Thank you very much to Restless Mosaic last week for doing a fantastic job of being me. Um, appreciate that. Uh, yeah, no, I'm back. I'm good. I'm excited to be here. It's our first show together of the of the of the 2022. I was uh-huh. going to say. <laughs> um, so yeah, man, I'm, I'm I'm good. I'm really looking forward to it. And um, I also wanted to say thank you. Lots of people sent me messages last week saying, oh, are you okay? Everything. I'm absolutely fine. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with me. Uh, it was just that my <laughs> wife had the most horrible toothache the night before, and we all slept about two hours, and then it carried on through Saturday while she tried to get emergency meds and all that sort of right. stuff. And I just thought, oh, my God, I'm not going to cope. <laughs> so that's oh, why. No, we were totally good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, no, no, we're fine. It was just you know, it was one of those things. Nothing you can do, really. Uh, but, yeah, man, I'm good. How about you? Uh, pretty good, man. The interview with uh, High Front was awesome. Like, they got the, uh, Adam and uh, Jason, their new bassist. Yes. Yeah, so, yeah. Cool. So it was a lot. Of, it was a lot of fun, and it was funny before you got on air. It just, it couldn't have been more of a Canadian interview, man. <laughs> it was so funny before. It's like, oh fuck, but we were doing this, and like, it's like, oh my god, here we go. <laughs> like, and then it just, it just comes out naturally. And it goes, of course, you got three people going. It's like, oh my god, like it was, it was, it was amazing. But you know, it, it could, like I said, it couldn't have been more of a Canadian interview. <laughs> Love that. You know, Love that. You know, <laughs> beer and hockey were mentioned at some point for sure. So, <laughs> <laughs> and the cold, obviously. So, yeah, right. Yeah, it's uh, mate, mate. What did you just tell me off air? Minus what is it there? Minus twenty three with wind chill. Oh, that is cold. Celsius. Yeah, yeah. That is ridiculous. Uh, I, I mean, I, oh no, I I get it. Trust me, my, my dogs are uh, are <clears throat> wearing their jackets not willingly because they don't like them that much, but they don't have a choice. But and uh, but even then, we we're only going maybe fifteen twenty minutes at most compared yeah, to right. our normal like hour or so. Well, yeah, because if you went any more, you'd just sort of be frozen on the spot. I would imagine. Well, it's it's not it's not me. I'm worried about it's it's it's, it's my dogs. I'm worried <laughs> about right because I mean they don't have they're, they don't walk very well with those booty things. So I was like they don't wear them. <laughs> so you know I'm worried um, to make. I don't want their paws to get that cold, right? And even though you have right. jackets, the wind's still hitting their face, so there's just a lot, a lot of things to consider. So I just, you know, if it's if it's like bitter, not windy, it's not too too bad. But with the bitter wind and oh god, like it just you go around the corner and like the wind is like smacks you in the face. It's like fuck, horseshit. So I guess if anyone is is in the London Ontario area, and you know you're walking to work or whatever, and you see a a, a man and two dogs frozen in a big solid block of ice it means yeah. that you've accidentally gone 25 minutes and haven't quite made it right yeah. <laughs> bring a chisel crack him out we need dr bones back <laughs> but honestly this this isn't that bad not it's been a few years but uh there's been a couple years in a row i mean we're not in uh, february yet but in february a few years in a row minus 40 with the wind I remember chill. I yeah. remember you saying that last year yeah and I to be honest I'm still slightly shocked that that's yeah it's 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 unreal <laughs> <laughs> like and I, I I remember because uh the one of the years I was uh working a second job doing baggage 
and when we got to park in the hangar and set up outside, oh, this is perfect because like I had a problem with the car starting before, so it keeps in the hangar. I got you know I got <laughs> I get into a warm car, no problem, you know park next to like a, a million and a half dollar plane <laughs> so <laughs> you know and then, then you get you know, a million and a half dollar plane and then that's this little shitty Ford Focus right because <laughs> <laughs> you not like switch the keys while you're on chip yeah right yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do planes even have keys like how does that work or what what's that sorry do planes have keys do you need keys to start no 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 they don't have keys like, no, it's, it's, okay. not, not like the movie airplane they don't actually have keys <laughs> That would be pretty cool, though. Oh, yeah, right. Eh? <laughs> Imagine trying to, trying to hotwire a plane. Or, or, yeah, <laughs> or the, 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 guy, the guy checking the oil, and then uh, he goes to close it, and he falls off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> so that, that doesn't really happen. That's not, how, that's not how a plane's oil is checked. So No, I know. I figured, yeah. No, I thought that was part of the, part of the magic Well, control. obviously, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, um <laughs> but yeah, it was uh, it was it was a lot of fun to stay in. Uh, Restless Mosaic did a great job filling in, and uh, we had a good time. And it, w- it was it was nice. And but yeah, this this whole week's been pretty decent, honestly. Like I mean, despite the cold, it hasn't been that bad, really. <laughs> so mm. yeah, yeah, no, that's good, so. man. It's good. I mean, yeah, Restless Mosaic, what an absolute legend for filling in uh, last minute and, and doing a brilliant job, man. That's you know, what can I say? What a yeah. superstar. Yeah, yeah, and. Uh, Quick shout out to a new listener and friend, Stephanie. So, hello, Stephanie. Hi, Stephanie. <laughs> hello. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah. So, why don't we get started? Um, uh, like I told you um, off air, well, a few days ago too. I said, well, there's gonna be some songs that we played last week and play again this week because I wanted to be able to get. Uh, I want you to be able to get to review them live because they're really, really good songs. So we're going to kick it off here with the newest song by Hawks, one's called Hologram. Dig this.
Right on, Hawks with Hologram, and uh, we did play this like last week, but Mike didn't get a chance to review it because uh, he obviously was absent last week. But man, this is a great song, and I just love that little kind of kind of build the end, and just like the the, the 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 vocals, like holy Christ, man! Like they, these women, they just, they just uh, these voices are insanely powerful, and the harmonies are just gold, man. I guess like I yeah, I'm very. Really, really, I, I love Hawks to begin with, but man, this song is fantastic. Yeah, it's absolutely brilliant. The the harmonies and the vocals are just absolutely outstanding. It's like so, like the high pitched vocal is really subtle. It's just absolutely gorgeous. The guitars are filthy. It's heavy. It's massive. It's kind of airy in the vocal as well. Just the whole thing is absolutely brilliant. What a tune! What a great way to kick off the show. Yeah, right, eh? <laughs> Um, just, sorry, just before we get to our next song, uh, you know, I kind of, like I said, multitask a lot between the list and all the media things. Point being is uh, Cosmic Soda left us a message because a song we played there is, uh, that uh, we played last week and fortunately missed, but you have the list. Um, it was the song Drunken in Charge of the Keyboard Again. <laughs> <laughs> and it, was a, it was a great great tune, man, but uh, if, you, if you remember it, go, go check it out again. But yeah, it was an awesome tune. <laughs> but as soon as I saw that title, because they've been putting a lot, because I follow them on Instagram as well, so they've been posting a lot, mm. right? So this one I said, okay, here's a song, this is what we're all about, and we'll have more soon, but here's the first one. I think they, actually, you know what, i got to double check. I think they might have sent the second one as well, so I, I think they did, so we'll have to get to that next week. But point being nice. is there a cool kind of funk rock kind of funny band kind of mr bungle ish a little bit you know but yeah, uh, yeah nice but uh yeah man it was like i saw it too i saw the new title was like oh man it's gonna be a great tune like i was right man this is an awesome dude <laughs> <laughs> excellent and that's what that's what that. that's what i love is some of that some of the tells of the band names and the, and the songs like some of those like the other gold right so yeah it's brilliant it? that's the thing there's this there's so much out there. I was having a conversation recently, like between Christmas and New Year. Um, I just said, like, it, it would literally be impossible to you know, listen to every single link that you see, or even, you know, just a handful of of all the stuff that you see on different social media and stuff. But right. it is it is impossible to resist sometimes when you see like a good band name or a good a good song title, yeah. or whatever. You're like, oh, I'm gonna check that. <laughs> well, uh, I told you off there that uh, uh, last week I was thinking about it a lot, and I. I don't see much if I had the CD. Like I, I think I did at one point, but I was thinking about thinking about. I was like, yeah, I found a good price, so I bought the vinyl of the Smiths "Louder Than Bombs." Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Like, I'm getting that in a couple of weeks, and then I made a few Bandcamp purchases like in the past week, not just singles, but some albums. Like I pretty much bought everything on my wish list. <laughs> Actually, there's only three things, but I bought all three of them, and uh, <laughs> um, uh great purchases too and uh, two of them I was able to get uh, vinyls for there when they were out of vinyls so I got the cassette instead so I got uh, Anna Van Housen and it's live at the Montreal Jazz Fest and when I heard that I was like oh man I was like before I even saw the vinyl I was like I hope they have a vinyl because it it sounds so badass like they do I was like yes like yeah it's worth it so I bought that and then another band called Plasma it was like a a digitally remastered kind of album of theirs they called it uh, The (laughs) Restoned so I got I got that on vinyl as well and if you listen to it you can kind of get wise name that but and the last band uh, is uh, is um, uh, what's it called Um, where am I here oh uh, The Bed is The Bed is uh, In the Ocean 
or, and oh, well, yeah, that's, yeah. That's, that's the name of the album the band's called Karate actually sorry the band's called Karate the, they, the album is called The Bands in the Ocean they're out of vinyl so I got a cassette tape for that all kind of different genre stuff but the the um, Anna Van Helsing man I can't wait for the vinyl because listen to digital it's like oh my god this is going to sound amazing and like I love I, I do I am a big fan of jazz like and once in a while I mean I've never been to the Montreal Jazz Fest but once in a while there might be a good act that comes out there but it's not too often it just it's it's one of those genres where it's really hard to make a name for yourself, but it just it's just not an easy genre to to to, to play and break into because of all the timings and everything else. It just it's great, but you know it's 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 not not an easy task for sure. No, definitely. I mean, I I wouldn't know where to begin playing jazz or even listening. I mean, I dip into things that people recommend. I'm like, oh, that's amazing, but I have no idea. I couldn't tell you what kind of jazz it was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but, you know, like most things, once you start going down a bit of a rabbit hole of stuff, you go, oh, yeah, I know, I like, I know what I like now, which is pretty cool. But, um, yeah, man. If you want rabbit hole jazz, you want rabbit hole jazz, Miles Davis, and in specific, his album, Shh, Silence, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love yeah. Miles Davis. Yeah. Uh, so, that, if, you want, if you want a rabbit hole album, that's the one, Shh, Silence by Miles Davis, trust me. <laughs> <laughs> so, it, it, it's the, the instrumentation and everything else is just amazing, but yeah, it just it's just like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I was listening to um, I think it was John Coltrane recently who I'd sort of heard the name but not really you know couldn't tell you anything he'd done right. like a lot of jazz artists and I was just like wow this this is just insane like the way this guy plays the saxophone is ridiculous saxophone <laughs> <laughs> yeah well yeah. <laughs> it is I do love it when you dig into it how do we start talking about jazz after we heard Hawks that doesn't even make sense I, I, well, <laughs> I, I don't know I had it tied in somehow and I just can't remember what it was so Never mind. It's all vaguely related to music, isn't it? It's so. <laughs> not a question where it grips it. It just like... <laughs> so, so um, there's one more thing related to that, but I'm blanking right now, so obviously not that important. So let's move on to the next song. <laughs> so next up, we have a brand new Vaccine 7 again. This one we got to play last week. And another one that I can get to review live because it's a badass song. So there's a brand new Vaccine 7 and a song called Call Me Out, which I know I do. My, do you have the mug too? Yay. Uh, yeah, yeah, I've got yeah. the, the CD. Yeah, yeah, awesome. Right on. So there you go. Uh, so we've always said thank you many, many times, but thank you to Vaccine 7 for the mug and the CDs. And yeah, here we go with a new song called Call Me Out. Dig this.
right on vaccine seven with call me out and i did mention this uh, uh last week is that it definitely have it has an 80s feel to it uh kind of like about pat benatar as well as i mentioned and it, it took me a second to remember and thankfully mike jogged my memory by messaging me what the answer was and it reminded me of ann wilson from heart <laughs> And Wilson from Heart. I love Heart, man. They're a great man. I once bought my brother a Heart vinyl, and he was like, "Who's this?" I was like, "Really?" <laughs> <laughs> Just go listen to it. <laughs> the first time um, I, I got sorry, sorry, real, real quick. The first time I got to, they didn't know who they were. Is my my brother bought me uh, the Chili Peppers Blood Blood Sex Sugar Magic. I was like, who are these guys? Did you ever heard give it away? He's like, uh, no. <laughs> Yeah, but this this was like three or four years ago. I bought my brother this. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, neither of us were around. You know, oh, no. when Heart were were big, but it was kind of oh. you know who they are. Do you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Come on, come on, dude. Uh-huh. And he just thought, you know, he's a couple of years younger than me. It was like his birthday three or four years ago. He's like, oh, to do this. Like, oh, okay, oh, come but, on. Uh, you know, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. Um, <laughs> I was like, well, it's actually a really good present. <laughs> <laughs> um, what I was going to say is this: the vocal in this, right? What I love about it, not only does it sound amazing, it's got a great voice, but it's the way it sits in the mix. Like it's kind of dead center. There's loads of space around it. It reminds me. Uh, someone once described uh, a vocal as um, like the perfect vocal is like a cork bobbing on the water, like on the sea or whatever. Where you know, it, it's sort of, it's not completely on top of the ocean like there's a little bit that's under it right and it just kind of floats and you know bobs along um because of the weight of a cork i know that sounds really random but the vocal bobs along along and bobs your uncle so (laughs) (laughs) anyway the vocal sounds like that which is brilliant because it just absolutely owns the song and then you sort of have to like pull it away like a pair of curtains and you go oh there's all these guitars in my other ear and all this other stuff which is really good I just think it sounds absolutely class to be honest with you it's a really really cool um, kind of way of, of presenting the song and it's a great tune as well uh, so yeah I love that I'm a big fan of Vaccine 7 and I use their mug regularly uh, to drink my morning cups of tea yeah, oh, yeah of, no, of, I, of which I need several because I can't wake uh, up ever in the morning oh, trust me <laughs> I, know, I know what you mean and um, yeah. I, I don't I don't have as many as many mugs as you do, but I do have quite a few. And <laughs> I actually I actually came back with about three or four from my dad's house because I think some of these are yours and one of the, a couple of them were right. So I had I had one that I got years ago and it's, it's uh, Doctor Evil going one million dollars, right? <laughs> I was like, okay, I'll, I'll take that one. And then there was one celebrating the 350th anniversary of the city of Montreal. And uh, oh yeah, excuse me one second. Just share it then. Stop whining. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I'm just talking to my dog, and there's Trinskini is there's a love seat. The cat's on the couch. There's more than enough room, and she's whining because uh, the cat's apparently in her way. But I'm not getting up. Anyways, so <laughs> so I had that one. I uh, had that one, and uh, a couple like the the Doctor Evil was the only funny one, but the other ones were just kind of like whatever. But I have a Pink Floyd one. I have a Pennywise one. I ha- I have. Um, one that, uh, one that says uh, um, uh, keep calm uh, keep calm keep calm and rock on it's got the Union Jack nice. and, uh, so the Vaccine 7 one Amongst the Pigeons one as well so nice but, I have one I have a similar keep calm one it says uh, keep what does it say keep calm oh, I'll have to go and look at it in a minute it's something like keep calm of a football coach because I train with his football uh, team well <laughs> I, I had the NMS mugs too actually I've got two of them oh yeah yeah I've got NMS mugs yeah yeah I think I broke one of those. I think I only got one of those left. 
Yeah, I have one that handle kind of broke, but still, I have it on display on the shelf, so it just, it's just turned away so you can't see the broken handle. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. Love it. Oh, um, I'm tempted to do Grim mugs. The Grim socks are very popular, so I might yeah. do Grim mugs. Actually, if you if you saw last week's video, I was actually wearing my Grim socks in the video. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. They are cool. They're nice socks. I wish I got myself a pair now. <laughs> and it's one of those things Tom is like, yeah, fuck it, I'm going to buy a pair. <laughs> <laughs> well, why not? Why not? Well, look, Teddy, Christmas socks, you know? Like, uh, I did, but I was tempted to do this, like, because I did it with those look doggy Christmas socks you know <laughs> but so uh, there you go uh, so next up we have um, a brand new Korean uh, uh, the album that came out just before the new year and unfortunately came out right around the time of uh, getting prepped for uh, a year rewind so now we've got pretty much an entire album play and this is a great album as well so this is one of the first ones I decided to pick off this uh, to play off this album this one's called God's Judgment, Corrine, dig this. Can you 
God's judgment and man, I love that outro. That I just like, dun, 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 dun. I was like, nice. Like, but man, a great, a great, a great song and a great band. And we played their their last album pretty much all the way through a number of times. Well, you know, week by week sort of thing. But either way, yeah. I, I love her voice, man, and it just it just so fitting because it's, it's like, uh, kind of kind of sounds like uh, well, say kind of like a, a gloom alternative rock. Uh, maybe not what they're going for, but. It's, it's still, even though this part was still has that kind of tripped out edge to it, but it's still got that kind of heavier, um, old old school grunge, like little 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 pre or early nineties, you know. So maybe right around they were just a sub pop starting up. So let's say like eighty nine sort of thing, right around there. So it's still a bit like yeah. heavier, a little bit darker. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah, the, their sound is amazing. Like it's kind of. It just has this big, epic kind of quality, but like you say, tonally, it's really raw and grungy, and you know, just it, the, the blend is amazing. The, the, the vocals on top of that, and the chuggy riffs, and then you've got these big, big spaces with the sort of synthy parts, wherever they are, and the go around the sides. They're, they're brilliant. They're an absolutely brilliant band. They're a band that, you know, if people say to me, who should I be checking out? That's that's the album you want to check out right now. <laughs> like, yeah, that's, that's the band. Um, I mean, there's, you know, I could name, we could both name hundreds, but that's definitely right up there. Um, and they're also super nice guys uh, as well, super nice people. Um, I, I just really like, you know, Co-Rain generally as, as people. I think they're awesome. Right. <laughs> they, they never come their CDs are late, even though the post getting there is awful <laughs> when I send them stuff. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's no, it's the same thing going this way. I mean, it's 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 kind of had got the name snail mail for a reason, right? Especially now and for the past little while. So, because uh, I, I messaged, um, speaking of uh, stuff coming in the mail, I got uh, the copy of Lucia three uh, the, the other day because I, oh, yeah, I, nice. I I pre-ordered it and then I so I, I lot, most time when I get stuff, I'm, I'll message a band saying yes, I got your thing, your stuff, thank, thank you so much, then that sort of thing, right? So yeah. I, I I messaged I messaged uh, ill advised and he's like he just got it now he goes because because fuck the mail so I was like I know dude but I got it thank you so much right so <laughs> and then I was talking to uh, get the fuck out of Dodge today he's like he's like did uh, Renee's like did did your uh, shirt arrive safely he's like not yet it's gonna be a little slow so probably the next couple of weeks right so <laughs> it does take ages it's kind of daft well, no, it, it happens 
Yeah. <laughs> okay. So um, we're going to get to our next song up. This is a brand new one by New Dad. And thank you, Bandcamp, for letting me know. So here you go with a band called New Dad. The song's called Say It. Dig this. Dad was say it, and uh, in case you notice, it was just last minute switch around, and trust me, it'll fit better this way. But uh, uh, so, brand new, new dad, and a song called Say It. I really uh, dig this song, and at the very end, kind of remind me a little bit of Dolores or Reader from the Cranberries. So, 
Oh, you stole exactly what I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> it is, it's the do 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 bit. I'm the host, so I go first. So. <laughs> well, I, tell yeah. you, I guess you could if you really want. I mean, I don't want to care that much, to be completely honest. <laughs> wow. But, wow. Uh, yeah, it's a cool tune, man. It's got like a... Um, it's you know I like the fact that it's quite upbeat. It's got an almost sort of poppy feel, but it's kind of dark as well. It's such a great mix. Uh, sounds absolutely brilliant. I really really like it. Um, the vocals brilliant. The whole kind of feel of the song is brilliant, uh, and uh, there's definitely a Dolores a reading feel to it at the end. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you know, you know. To be fair, uh, uh, like. There, there's a lot of times too where no, you talk about like, oh man, I forgot about that. I was gonna see it, but I fucking forgot. Damn it! But <laughs> yeah, it doesn't kind of matter. Like, who cares? Right? I mean, it's anyway, fine, yeah. we're, we're getting our point across, right? Or exactly, they're 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 about kind of sort of thing. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I think that band's Irish, aren't they? They're from uh, Galway. I'm pretty sure. Yes. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they're from Galway. I was actually gonna. Well, initially, I was like looking as like, oh, a t-shirt and bottle. I was like. With the with the with the um, shipping, it's like, uh, damn it, no! It's just it just it's just a little a little too much, unfortunately. A little, a little. No, just, just just a bit. I mean, and I get it. I mean, they're 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 trying to make their money too, so like not not faulting, but just like just like uh, maybe next time. So yeah, <laughs> but uh, it happens. But still, I mean, I had the digital copy. I just didn't get the vinyl T-shirt. That's all. So, yeah, fair yeah. enough. So yeah. Uh, so. Here we go with our next song. Uh, this is a brand new uh, The Painkillers. He put up last week on Bandcamp. And I first hit, and for some reason, in the last week's show, I don't know why, but that's all right. So we're going to play it this week because it's a great tune. So here we go with brand new The Painkillers and a song called Bomb. Dig this. Will you be my mom? Can I say? 
<laughs> right on. That was a new The Painkiller song uh, bomb. Uh, that was definitely a man. It definitely obviously had the kind of the, the garage indie feel to it, but it sounded like something that should have kind of going to have been in like uh, like the middle middle late 60s for sure yeah definitely had that feel I'm trying to think who the band was that we played quite a bit of um, it'll come back to me in a minute I played a gig with them once and everything in fact I think I played with them twice uh, <laughs> I'm sure they really appreciate that you can't remember them so <laughs> yeah phrasing uh, no, yeah, no, no, I, just, I just can't remember their name but anyway we played it reminded me of this band and it's really annoying me I can't remember uh, all of their stuff was in lowercase letters I remember that um, ah, no, it's gone. Never mind. That's a rubbish comparison because uh, I can't remember the name of the band. Anyway, yeah, it's, 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 it's definitely um, like the whole painkiller sound has definitely got a kind of, like you say, there's a bit of a 60s vibe to it. There's a bit of a kind of indie rock vibe to it. Uh, there's a bit of the cure in the background. There's some definite you know, reverbs and spaciness and stuff like that. It's just very cool. But th- this new track, you know, considering how quickly everything comes together like you know Dave's obviously put an album out um or an EP or whatever it was last year yeah. uh, and then he's straight back in you know getting on doing a single and you listen to and it and t-shirts and stuff too so yeah exactly co-descending that's the name of the band co-descending co-descending yes um, yeah yeah I played, um, played with them twice I think and then um, that was the band we found out last minute and we were able to download the EP on Bandcamp and get a song off it like that night that's right, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, there's just a bit of that kind of feel to it, which is pretty cool. Um, but yeah, I, I, there's definitely, like, I like the progression already. So, you know, new single, it's kind of got, it's a little bit darker, it's a little bit spacier, it's just got a little bit um, extra in there, which I always like to hear. But to do it so quickly, I think, is really impressive. Um, so yeah, great tune, I love that. And it reminded me a bit of Code Ascending, there you go. <laughs> 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 right on. Well, before we get to our next song, I was just thinking about this, and I think it's a good question. So, uh, the other day at work, my buddy and I were talking about uh, just like, you know, digital music, obviously, losing, listening to your laptop, phone, what have you. And then we we're talking about CDs. I said, Well, yeah, I said, Well, I have a whole bunch of them. I actually bring around a room for my vinyls, and I have a specific shelf for all my indie CDs and cassettes. Yes, I said cassettes. So, and the vinyls are mixed in with the mainstream and the indie stuff, and the shelves are filling up, filling up pretty quickly. And he said, and I said, I said, not too long ago, I went through all my CDs and put them all in alphabetical order. I said, it took it took a, took a little bit of time, but it was worth it. And and on that note, we we're saying, okay, well, what's the one of the CDs that you were maybe looking at, where you're reorganizing sort of thing, that you have wants to do a long time thing? Like, why the hell have I not listened to this in forever? <laughs> so there's there's a question for you. So what's the last CD that you can think of when you're doing whatever it may be, whether reorganizing? Looking for something else and just came by. It's like a thought. Best, like, you know what? I should listen to this. Tell us, tell us what band it was. We just, just out of curiosity. And mine, mine was a couple weeks. Mine was a couple weeks ago, and for some reason, it just stuck in my head. And I was like, you know what? I have to listen to it. So I pulled out Primus's album Pork Soda. Nice, nice. Mine was Cowboys from Hell. Nice. Yeah, so nice. I had to um I've had to remove the bottom two shelves of CDs in my uh on my C D wall because basically Sonny can reach them now um and just pulls them out and throws them on the floor. So I've had to move them all um up into, That's into awesome. my um, kind of oh, office. Man, I got and, 
Go ahead. No, go oh, ahead. Okay. So, <laughs> but anyway, I've had to move them all, and then there's also stacks of others that are now sort of like don't fit anywhere. But the 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 one that I saw when I was doing that was Pantera Cowboys from Hell, and I was like, oh shit, I haven't listened oh, to yeah. this for a long time. Oh, so, together yeah, run for cover. Did it? Did We're taking over this place. Here are the cops. Cowboys from Hell. Did it? Did it? Oh yeah, fucking, it's a great album. Standard. It's so good. It is, oh, it's, I, I mean, these, I'll, I'll be honest, I heard Vulgar Display of Power first, and then I heard Cowboys from Hell, because I didn't know Cowboy Hell, Cowboys from Hell existed. Right, yeah, yeah. It was, a buddy, yeah. It, was a, it was a buddy that just me, he's like, oh, like, no, you, some Pantera's like, yeah, have you heard Cowboys from Hell? I was like, Cowboys from Hell? Like, the first album, I was like, no, he's like, oh, make a copy of it. So, you know, side A, uh, side a was, was Cowboys from Hell, and side B of the cassette tape was was, uh, was a, a Vulgar Display of Power, and of course... And actually, you know, speaking of which, I we were mentioning this last week. I mentioned this last week with with High Front, so we were mentioning it. And, he, and uh, Adam mentioned this, the album Far Beyond Driven. You know, it was yeah, uh, yeah. it's like oh, that's a great album. Like, you know, and I said like five seconds, but it was five minutes alone. Five minutes alone. It's a great album. And then or or by demons be driven by demons be driven. You know, like I was like, yeah, like oh my god. You know, one of the first uh, shows I saw in Michigan, and I mentioned this plenty of times before, but it was such the cra- one of the craziest I've ever been in. Anyways, it was at the Palace where the, where the Detroit Pistons played the basketball team. So right. it was Deftones, White Zombie, and Pantera. Holy <laughs> fucking hell, my God. That pit was insane. <laughs> I love that. Like, <laughs> what a show. I think a- actually the, the first... I'm pretty sure the first Pantera album I heard was, um, oh, what's it called? It's one of the later ones, Reinventing the Steel. Oh, really? Okay. Uh, I think that was the first one I heard because I remember Hellbound, the first track on that. And I just remember thinking, who the hell are these guys? <laughs> like, what the fuck is this? This is brilliant. Um, and that was probably, I don't know, I guess that would have come out early 2000s or something when I got really into that kind of music. And then I would have gone back and listened to like Cowboys from Hell and Bob Display of Power and that sort of stuff. But I'm pretty sure Reinventing the Steel, which is probably quite underrated because it's not like a classic Pantera album, but it's really fucking heavy. Well, it's, it's like, <laughs> it, uh, it's like their, their, their album, uh, the, the, I think it's called The Southern Trend Kill. That's good. Yeah, so yeah. That, that's another one that does, I think that doesn't that, I think, uh, doesn't that one with uh, Cemetery Gates? Uh, no, Cemetery Gates is on Cowboys. I think, oh, that's it? right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My mistake. Sorry. But either way, but Southern Tranquil is, is another good one. It doesn't have a lot of popular songs, but it's still a good one. Yeah, no, they are. They just they they were a good band. I think Phil Anselmo turned out to be a bit of a dick, but they are. Yeah. <laughs> they are oh yeah. Band. Well, I mean, he he kind of later on proved that, right? So that's why he kind of they kind of got yeah. boycotted for a while. But, yeah, well, uh, this is it, yeah. but, but uh, um, and I was wrong um, that uh, by demons be driven on vulgar displays so that it's not on uh, not on not on um, uh, far beyond driven. Oh, okay. Oh, and yeah. the other one I was thinking of off of vulgar display power is probably one of my favorite songs that, on that album is uh, radio people. Most radio people say that's wrong. It's still one song, bitch. No, don't fuck with us. <laughs> you know, like, but it's 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 such a cool riff. More than anything, the riff is like really badass. So I know R.I.P. Dying by Daryl, right? So yeah, no, that's very sad. But it's yeah. good. What I love about Pantera is I don't know if you can get it anywhere else, but certainly on YouTube, um, they did about four or five albums before. Actually, no, I think Phil and Sam might have sung on some of them, but they did four or five albums where they were a glam rock band, yeah. and then they just decided in like 1990 or whatever to take a different direction and became the Pantera that we know and right. did Cowboys from Hell and turned into this mad 
you know, insane growling groove metal band. Um, but there's an album called like Metal Magic or Magic Metal or something from like the mid early mid eighties. It's like this proper glammy, hammed <laughs> <laughs> up weird album. But you know, it's technically a Pantera album. But I think they like, I think when they either when they got signed with Cowboys or you know when they started putting stuff out, whether they took a lot of it off, so you can only find it. Well, last time I looked, anyway, which is years ago, you can only find it on like YouTube and stuff like that, where people you know uploaded bootleg CDs they had or whatever. But, um, but yeah, I do, I do love that that was a thing. <laughs> I don't particularly like the, the music that I heard out of that era, but I like that they did that and then went, yeah. nah, fuck this. <laughs> that was pretty cool. <laughs> right on, man. Well, next up, we have brand new Ron Bowes. This one's called Kick Those Demons Out. Dig this.
Right on. That was Ron Bowes with Kick Those Demons Out. Another fucking banger by Ron Bowes. And uh, really cool. And like I, I, I've been kind of rubbing into Mike's like, well, man, well, last week, you know, I get the Dropbox. You, you missed a song getting hot in Zombie Town, which you mentioned in the interview. So, but it was a badass tune. But here's another badass tune by Ron Bowes called Kick Those Demons Out. And it just got his kind of, we'll call it, classic style. And I just, just just love the vocals and it just it's chill but powerful at the same time though still rocking you know it's brilliant i love the bass in that the mm. bass is absolutely lovely in that tune just like you listen to it and go cool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, i also really like um there's so many things like that i love the ooze and and I, what i mean by that is ron bose has this amazing thing where he kind of has his own backing vocals and he kind of does all these ooh, or whatever it is right. and he just does it brilliantly like they all sound really really good which i love um and then the other thing i love which which happened after i wrote my tweet about what i loved about the song uh, but he's equally as good if not one of the best things about the song is the guitar solo where i don't know if he's like hitting it on a whammy bar or if he's just super bending the strings and dragging up the fretboard or what but this guitar descending kind of dissonant guitar solo where it seems like it's the same same lick but perhaps like pushing in on the on the bar um, and just bending it out uh, as it goes just sounds amazing like that's proper proper good um, really kind of dark guitar solo I love that so yeah that's a, that's a wicked tune man I'm super impressed with that one that's brilliant you know, uh, it's, it's funny that, that you mentioned uh, uh, Rumble's what we call ooze, you know? <laughs> like, but, um, and just, just the reason why I'm saying that is because uh, my dad, uh, not for a while, but a couple of, um, many times in the past we mentioned the Beatles, goes, well, goes, I'm not I'm not, not a, necessarily a big fan of their, their ooze and ahs uh, um, um, phase, but after that it's pretty good, before it's pretty decent. So, <laughs> you know, so, and he, 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 literally, he literally phrased it like that, their ooze and ahs phrase, like, yeah, well, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I like the ooze and ahs. <laughs> <laughs> ooh, no, no, it's like, oh, the back throat, no, ooh, as a surprise and alarm. <laughs> 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 that that was the perfect segue and perfect cue up so thank you <laughs> so, so right on so man next up uh, again brand new mono groove with a song called Hold On To Me dig this
There's a 50s slash 60s song right there, a badass song by Mono Group called Hold On To Me. And that definitely um, uh, could have fit like late 50s, early 60s, but it was like, a great groove. Like this, this album is really fucking cool, man. Like, and I'm happy to be playing these songs. Yeah, man, that had like a Buddy Holly vibe to it. Yeah, really good point. Cool. Nice. <laughs> yeah, that's really decent. That's cool, man. Yeah, I mean, you know, I've, I've just expressed my love for Ooze and Oz, and uh, I definitely had a bit of that going on, <laughs> which is cool. Uh, proper good tune. They're, they're a really good band. They do something that's, you know, I was going to say unique. It's, it's not completely unique because it definitely, um, you know, goes back in time almost, but it's it's very unique at the moment. There's no one really making music right. that sounds like that at the moment, and it sounds really, really good. And it's got like a modern twist on it at the bottom. Uh, but yeah, definitely, just like feel good. Um, kind of, you know, almost like it's a mix between like old rock and roll and stuff. Like that as well. Yeah, the beach boys in there maybe as well. Stuff. Right, love that. Well, man. Next up, we have brand new Eight Dollars Rum featuring Melanie Cole, who's uh, pretty much been the vocalist for the his past. Like, I don't know how many songs, but she's got a great voice. It's a great tune, and. Uh, just kind of funny we're mentioning Money Python Wives I, I mentioned Money Python uh, just a few minutes ago <laughs> but uh, the song's called The Meaning of Life there's the meaning of life you know what I mean? <laughs> right <laughs> completely yeah, different yeah. but it's a badass tune so here we go with $8 <laughs> Rum featuring Melanie Cole and a song called The Meaning of Life dig this <laughs> 
at the sky As the stars begin to shine I reflect upon the light I have chosen to be mine I retrace the path That has led me here With no regrets I accept and conquer all my fear It's a new day featuring Melanie Cole and a song called The Meaning of Life. That was a great tune. I loved the the, the, the sound to it because it sounded like, like early, uh, almost like early 90s um, grunge with the, also the riffs and the, the, her vocals like always were just absolutely amazing and love this tune. And uh, thank you, uh, thank you, uh, Hey Doors Rum for singing so many because he you sent us quite a bit actually. He sent us loads, doesn't he? A lot yeah. of the eight dollar run stuff that he sent reminds me of Mother Love Bone, and this nice. has got that kind of feel. There's something about the bass, the way the like, the bass is just heavy, <laughs> and has another Love Bone kind of feel to it, which is cool. Uh, yeah, great track, superb vocals. I love that double kick that you pointed out. Yeah, oh yeah, was, man. Oh, love that. that. Yeah, great. That was pretty badass. No, the double kick was pretty badass. You know what? And just mentioning the bass a little bit too is like. Now, uh, yeah, she remind me was actually thinking of when I almost blanked on it was is uh, that it uh, it's got that almost like um, Adam, not Adam Jones, but the tool base, you know, like yes, definitely, so, definitely. So, 
But yeah, yeah. It was very, very cool. So really enjoyed that song. So next up, we have brand new Titanosaur, which was awesome because he, he pointed out on Pancamp last week. He goes, well, I thought it was supposed to be released here, but it's actually being released today, which is uh, last Saturday, or last Friday, sorry. So this is Titanosaur and a song called The Mountain. Dig this. Nice.
Right on, Titanosaur with a mountain. And just for my review, I just want to uh, quote Ron Belcher real quick. He goes, this song hasn't lost any weight. It's just as heavy as it was last week. And he's absolutely right. This is a great tune. And this, I was telling Mike off here, it reminds me of early, uh, early, early uh, Monster Magnet. Like, I mean, Dave Windorf is the head of Monster Magnet, but <clears throat> this sounds like early, like, Dave Windorf, like, uh, possibly, um, uh, uh, um, what's it called? Uh, oh my god, I'm trying to think of the album. Um, I'll think the album soon enough, but uh, either way, it's it's awesome stuff. I love Titanotaur stuff, and again, he did our intro, and if you notice that, he's an awesome guy, a very good musician, and thank you for everything, but yeah, awesome tune. Loved it. Yeah, he's an absolute legend. My my favorite Monster Magnet album was always Super Judge. Trip. Sorry, sorry, Super Judge, the album I was thinking of. Super Judge. So. Oh, that's a okay. proper heavy album. Yeah, that's good. Okay. Okay. Please continue. <laughs> that's got a great cover as well. Yeah, yeah. Cover on that's brilliant. It's kind of it's purple or blue, but it's got that big cartoony thing. I can't describe it anyway. <laughs> very, very cool. Um, <laughs> terrible. Um, yeah, absolutely brilliant tune. It, I mean. He's got such a powerful voice; it's kind of insane, and you know he he really digs in on the guitar. It was fascinating, wasn't it? When we interviewed him, and he was just saying, "I just like plug stuff into my laptop and record it in GarageBand." And you're like, "What? It just doesn't <laughs> sound like that. Like I've never been able to do that in <laughs> something like that. It's ridiculous uh, how awesome it sounds." But yeah, he's just you know I think if you've got a great voice and you're a great guitar player you can record it and whatever the fuck you want and it's going to sound good right? uh, and, and he he just man he just nails it every single time it's brilliant I love our intro I think it's one of the best things about this show apart from you you're the other uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just, just but it is a little, 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 little bit of a backpedal there eh? <laughs> yeah, well, <you> know. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet, you found a replacement in Restless Mosaic. No, but honestly, he's he's fantastic, super, super talented, Blake, um, and that's a great tune. I love him. Right on, man. Well, next up, we have a band called Insammer, and their new one called Vampires. Like this.
Right on. In Samar with Vampires. Now, man, how fucking heavy was that? Like, I saw the place again. Such a great tune. And, man, the double bass drum of that. Holy fucking hell. Like, my God. Like, this whole tune. Like, man, and uh, this In Samar is from Sweden. And, they, you know, just like they took the Finns, they love their metal, they love the hard rock, and they prove it every time. Like, holy fucking Christ. Pardon my language, but Jesus, this was like a fantastic song. And it's just heavy as fuck. It's like, Yes, and the vocals were just bang on and powerful. It's like, man, she could shut her a window like miles away, no problem. And it was just so clear and strong, like, nice. Yeah, man, that was insanely heavy, wasn't it? It just had, it was so full of energy. It was ridiculous. Um, the, yeah, just everything about that, the double bass pedal, the vocals, the insane guitars. I love that. What a massive tune that is. Absolutely awesome. It was, it was almost a rant, eh? But it was like in a good way, though. Like I just, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, I, I heard it last week too, but when I heard it again, it's like, man, wow, very impressive. So <laughs> next up, we have brand new "Get the Fuck Out of Dodge," a song called "Quick Get to the Yacht." <laughs> Get the fuck out of Dodge and quick get to the yacht. That that was I was a great tune, man. I love their tunes; they're so sharp. They're always so cool and so powerful. Like man, that was no exception. That was a great tune. They uh, even said in the, in the DMs like, "Oh man, you're gonna love this one. It's gonna really rock." Is like fucking right. It is. That was a great tune. Like very very catchy too, man. Like what a great song, though. Quick get to the yacht. Yeah, absolutely brilliant, fast-paced, punky, full of energy. I love the vocals, I love the drums, I love the guitars. What's not to love about the whole setup of that band is just absolutely brilliant. Uh, proper nice guys as well, which is always yeah, oh yeah. a plus point. Um, it's amazing music. You, you just listen to that and go, fucking hell, this is great. <laughs> it's, <so good. laughs> it's just proper, proper headbanger. I would love to see them live. That's yeah, oh yeah, mission. for sure. Yeah, I'd love to see that band live. Yeah, brilliant. Love it, mate. Well, man, next up we have a band called Beat, and the song is, it's not Marsha, 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 but it's drama, drama, drama. Here we go. <laughs> Dig this. Yeah. 
Right on, bait and drama, drama, drama. Uh, that was literally quick and to the point, but it was a great tune, and <laughs> you know, uh, it just uh, it, it had like uh, almost like a bit, of a, a bit of an early '90s feel to it, you know? Yeah, definitely. But, but yeah, it was still very cool, and I just like what a what a what a great name, like drama, 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 and. and where where is there not any drama at all, right? Whether it's small or big, so, and one of the biggest places for most of us is our workplace. We're not going to get into that, but you know what I mean. So. <laughs> <laughs> I actually think I'm quite lucky. I don't. I, I mean, thank you for. I've worked in lots of places with drama, but where I work at the moment, there is basically um, zero drama, which is really nice. It's it's a real change, uh, but obviously everywhere else you go, it's full of it. So. Well, you must proud of yourself. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, I, sometimes I just cause drama at work just because I miss it. But um, <laughs> no, it's um, that's a cool tune, and it's, it fits really well. We we'll get the fuck out of dodge just before it as well because they're both fast-paced, heavy punk tunes. That one's got a real kind of um, almost like an oi punk thing going on. It almost feels like they're sharing it. You just so like Ramon, pretty cool. Ramon sort of thing, then? <laughs> huh? Like Ramon sort of thing, like oi oi, like hey, oh, let's go, right? Yeah, so yeah, like, yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that, yeah, that kind of yeah, that sort of thing. Where it's just like, <laughs> where 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 it feels like they're shouting at you is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that's, that's a proper good tune. That's I mean, this is the sort of stuff you know you could just play hours and hours and hours of that and never get bored. Do you know what I mean? Those last yes. few tracks are just absolutely fantastic. I love it. Um, you know, I was thinking too, just real quick, uh, just back to like the last uh, you, kind of, you, you you had a look or you had to listen to that. Listen to a long time whatever you're doing with your CDs and you know it, it was it was no it was pork soda a few weeks ago but then I thought about it I was like well last week man I pro, I, I pulled out the, the Pro Dams album Yield 
Oh, nice. So I was like, no, I actually really, no code wasn't too bad, but mm-hmm. I, I liked Yield a lot better. It's like, no, I was this album and, and, and forever ago. And uh, just, just songs like, uh, the song like, uh, uh, like the song Fable, well, Faithful, we all believe, we all believe it. So Faithful, no, we all believe it does, it does, but such, but some cool rest there. Do, 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 do. It, it just like, I have like a really, really good album, you know? I mean, obviously, most people, most people know and seen the video for, for Do the Evolution. But that that's right, that's, right. Just, that's just the tip of the iceberg. That whole album is actually really really good, and like I listened to that, I was like, man, I remember when I first got this, and it's cool because the CD cover still so it opens up, so it actually has the, there's actually a cutout for the yield sign, so you open it up and the yield sign's on the other side of the cover. <laughs> so nice. pretty 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 badass, especially an album that came out. What was that? What, what, like what late? Uh, let's see, like. 90 because no code was like 96 or 97 so i'm probably gonna say it came out 99 because because they also had they also had live on two legs that came out their live album their first their, one of their many live live albums but the first one called live yeah. on two legs so but either way it's uh, a yields a good album regardless so I'll check check it out look it up yeah, yeah nice i think that i i had vitology um and that was probably the last Pearl Jam album I bought, and I didn't buy it when it came out because I was right. like nine or something. But like, I, and when I went through that phase, I got as far as Vitology. I kind of remember No Code, but I don't think I ever owned it. And I don't really remember Yield. Yield was probably, I'm going to say 1998 or 1999 because I'm pretty sure. Um, that makes the reason I'm pretty sure it was before Slipknot when, when they released. The album just called Slipknot, which was like '99, wasn't it? Oh, um, uh, so, uh, so that was so that was, that was after Iowa, then, right? Or is that, that was that was it after Iowa and before Subliminal Verses or after? No, Iowa. It was Slipknot. I was the first one. Yeah, Iowa was the very first one. So. No, Iowa was the second one. Oh, like, that's Iowa right. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I didn't as much between them because that first album went quite under the radar until they became big, and then people started checking it out. Right, but. Um, but I'm, I'm pretty sure because I remember seeing um, it would have been Yield or maybe it was an okay, but I think I remember seeing Yield in in the shops when I was because I had this period of time for a few months where I used to go into uh, record shops or CD shops really um, and just stare at covers of albums and <laughs> work out how much money I had and what I could afford to buy each week, which was nice. like one CD if that uh, each week. <laughs> but, right. but, um, I uh, I remember seeing. I think it was yield because um, it's got um, isn't it? It's got the it's got like the it's got it looks the, like a film screen, doesn't it? It's got oh, a yeah, it, on it yeah. It's well, the, it's a, a, a country sign, country row with the yield sign, right? So yeah, yeah, but it's kind of like got loads of black around the edges, like a buffer on a film, isn't it? Yes, I remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty. I reckon that was 1998. Well, anyway, I, so I that was a very boring story. No one needed to hear me going through <laughs> working out what year that album might have been that I've barely heard. <laughs> well, <laughs> I, I, well, the thing is, I know No Code was was 96 too, just because like I remember um, okay. when, I, when, I, when I first moved to Michigan, right? So right. I was buying my CDs before I knew about a, a CD store called Harmony House, a place called Barnes and Noble. So I went there and got a few things. Like, oh, cool, it's someone of those came out, and, like. Cause I, I hadn't, I hadn't, uh, is it green fly or is it red fly? Anyway, um, anyway, it doesn't matter, but no, I know no Coke came out there because I remember buying it. So nice. 
nice. Yeah, I think Vitology was definitely. I'm going to go back. Vi- no, Vitology was like it was like '95. Like, yeah, I think that, yeah, yeah. That because was versus came out. Versus came out because uh, a ten came out in '92. Versus came out like almost end of '93, beginning of '94. Yeah. And then Vitology came out, and then people were okay. Well, okay, well, what's this? Because you no, know, they go from getting a little uh, a little heavier than to first single being like spin the black circles. Like, huh? Yeah. <laughs> you know, you know, do, do spin, spin, spin the black circle. I was like, okay, well, whoa, this is uh, this is heavy, but a little different from what we're used to, right? So, yeah, man, but it's got a better man on it, hasn't it? My time. Yes, you? yes, great tune. Yeah, um, um, I, I, I used to think so, but I've heard it one too many times. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, yeah. but there's loads of good tune. That's a great album. But that's um, one song you always know. I don't know. Like, uh, it's, like no. we, we, we're talking about grunge. That's why we're talking about grunge. That's why. All right. Okay. Fine. But that's the thing is with 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 Better Man is you always, you always know that one just because the the very first the picking. Do 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 do. Waiting, watching the clock. It's four o'clock. It's got to stop. Tell me, like you always know, right? So. Yes, I know this song very very well. <laughs> like like I said, this is a bad song. Just said I've heard it one too many times. That's all. So. <laughs> all right so uh, on to our next tune uh with singers that are much much better than i am so <laughs> <laughs> so so here we go with another new one from lizard sweets a song called little face dig this Thank you. 
This was such a badass tune. I mean, it, it, it had some elements of part one, but it could have been in part two as well. But some of the some of the the, the, the different breaks and, and uh, chord changes and just the the the, the um, organization of the song, it just man, it just so many different influences that I could pick out. It doesn't mean that they were influenced by them, but from from what I could pick out, and man, it just really cool shit. Like you know, some uh, funk in there, and uh, it just uh, some old like grunge as well and it just I, I mean Mike and I had like a huge laundry list we were just talking about and I can't remember half of them but either way this is a great tune and I just I, I man it's one of my favorites it's from their newest album 
Yeah, it's absolutely brilliant, isn't it? It's, it I mean, like the the versatility in what they do. You know, if you think about all the songs we played by Lizard Sweets, like they go through these different phases, and this just sounds completely different again. It's it it is it is crazy productive and and crazy creative, really, to be able to just keep it up <laughs> more than anything. Right, uh, crazy, man, crazy. it is. This one's incredible because I was going through the going through the last song they sent us, and like, okay, well. What we've only played a few songs off it, so we still have a few to go, which is great. So I was like, "What's gonna fit tonight?" And then I was thinking, "It's like oh, this one, yes, I forgot about this. This is great one." Is like, yeah, this is definitely going. Yeah, yeah, it's brilliant. It's so good, one, so good. And uh, just a shout out to uh, Pete Marshall, who uh, continually likes and supports the show. He's part of Leisure Suite, so um, so yeah, big, legend. Big, and he's sent us all the albums. So a big shout out. Big, huge thank you to Pete Marshall from Lizard Suites for all the, all the support you've given us and sent us all the albums because we've played pretty much all the albums all the way through and we're working on uh, album eight right now. So, which is great, right? Bloody hell. <laughs> I know, eh? So, next up, uh, we have a band called Clench Fist and if I do recall, this band was courtesy of Curtain Call Records. Nice. And Curtain Call Records give us bands like Seething Akira. So, you know, is it Curtain Call Records? It's, it's not going to be. It's not going to exist anymore. Oh, no, a screaming light. Oh yeah, I always get yeah. confused. Yeah, yeah, yeah Screaming Records. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And right. uh, speaking of which, I do have uh, Forgotten Garden mixed into next week's mix already because I was part of Screaming Light, unfortunately. But they were a great band, and she has such a majestic voice and a perfect part two. But we played that song a few times. But the song's called Here I Am. So, nice. but that will be on next week's show, and next week's show actually will be interviewing Felix Saunders again. Oh so, yeah, yeah, right. Cool. So he has a new single coming out not to February, but we have the courtesy of being allowed to play the privilege of play to interview him again. We had fun the first time, so he'll be on next Saturday. So join us for that, and then uh, Mike's got a week uh, weekend off, so Russell's Mosaic will be filling in for him, and the following week we'll be interviewing Devious. Nice. Oh, brilliant. Okay, so, cool. So there we go. There's our next little bit, and we'll mention that again soon. But next up, like I said, this is a pretty heavy tune. The band's called Clench Fist. The song's called Remnants. Dig this.
man, that was awesome. Clenched fist with remnants and that last little like minute, minute and a half. Holy shit, man. That was heavy as fuck. What a great bad. Just the, the double cut. Whoa. He's like, man, like, yes, do it. Let's go. Like, awesome, too, man. Love it. So a big uh, thank you to Kurt and Call Records for uh, passing along uh, the new single by Clench Fist and a song called Remnants. Even the name, man, Clench Fist, is brilliant. <laughs> Sometimes I just um, like to... You know, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, absolutely fantastic. What a... Brilliant tune. Like Shake harder, boy. boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a proper good tune. It's super heavy. It's just like in your face. Like you say, it's got that kind of growl and snarl to it, which is amazing. I love it, mate. Proper tune. Brilliant. Right on. Um, so just before we get to our next uh, song here, uh, just because it's been cold, I told you that I posted the pics on Instagram, like not the NMS one, but they are my DRC underscore bones uh, Instagram. And his point being, they posted pics of my two girls, my dogs, uh, with their jacks on because it's been like pretty bitter cold. And it's funny because what happens is, is it Velcros under their chest, you know, so it locks, right. on, it locks on. But they don't like them, so they spend the first five minutes of walk trying to get this thing off. And my one dog, Willa, She'll find like a, like a smooth patch of ice or snow, and she'll drop down to her side and try to rub it off. It's like, Willa, it's not coming off. You can do it all you want, but it's not <laughs> happening. That's not the way to make it come off. And then Rini tried does Rini tries to do the same thing, and a couple of times I, I got pictures of them in their coats just because like you see the look at their faces, they're they're not too happy. And there's one where Rini is like looking, really looking over at Willa, like like sniffing her, almost like saying like, oh, you got one too, eh? Well, this sucks. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but they're, they're funny. I mean, it's, it's like oh, like I said, but when it's not cold, like we don't go too too far. But yeah, that's they need it. They definitely need it. <laughs> so yeah, man, fucking minus twenty three, whatever. And, and is, so. Unless they're husky or an Alaskan Malamute who just love the snow and want to be out there for hours when it's this cold. Like, no, I'm good. Seriously, like uh, my uh, my one uh, um, friend at work, uh, her husky. She goes, oh yeah. She goes, she loves her. Actually, loves, she's British. Actually, Wendy. Wendy met Wendy, right? So, oh, I'm doing, right? I'm so, doing, so Wendy's Wendy's dog, uh, Dakani. Uh, she's a, a, a husky, and she goes, oh yeah. She goes, she'll go out and she'll lie on the table. And she'll lie in the snow for hours. I'll take her in. She just does not want to come in, and because they love the cold, right? Yeah, they're, 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 they're very well insulated, you know. So, um, so yeah, but yeah, I, I want to just tell this. Oh yeah, that's right. You met Wendy, so. Yeah, so Wendy's dog, Dakani, uh, is a husky, and she had a husky before uh, Dakani, too, but they love, love the snow, and that's just their breed, right? So Nice, nice. So Yeah, fair enough. I mean, you know, that's, that's kind of, that's their whole world, isn't it? Well, yeah. Like, well, sled racing the whole thing, <laughs> and then, no, they're not called an Alaskan Malamute for no reason, right? So... <laughs> exactly. So uh, that'd, be, that'd be a strange thing to name anything for no reason, I suppose. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, man, we have uh, two more songs for part one. Then we'll take a quick break. So, next song up was on the list. The, the last song isn't, and I'll kind of exp- I'll, I will explain why. But it kind of kind of funny, I guess. Uh, maybe we'll see. But anyways, so until then, <laughs> here, here here we go with our next band, a band called Nomadic Narwhal, and the song is called Arrival. Dig this.
Right on, Nomadic Norwal with Arrival, and man, what a great tune, and honestly, uh, the first little bit I was telling Mike uh, off-air that it sounded uh, 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 guitar-like Faith No More, specifically, their song, uh, specifically the album The Real Thing, but yeah. the song, specifically um, uh, uh, the, the, the instrumental uh, uh, Woodpeckers from Mars, yeah, man. and it was very cool. And then the la- the last little bit of song, it almost rem- it, well, it did remind me a little bit actually of uh, people of people who know the song un- the, not the song, the TV show Unsolved Mysteries, who essentially scarred uh, the '80s generation. Uh, <laughs> so, but 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 but, but the, the the end of the song, you know, like the it had a little bit of like, like oh my god, wow, like. No, thank thank you, Unsolved Mysteries and Robert Stack for for scarring a generation. <laughs> yeah, man, that's that, that is an awesome tune, isn't it? It's just got oh so much in it. It does have that real faith no more vibe to it. Definitely, it's it's got the just the chugginess and the double bass and everything within that is just like oh this has got a good feeling about it i love it it's a really 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 strong one that one man it's been a really heavy part one it's kind of insane yeah no kidding hey eh? well um <laughs> just just before we throw our our uh, last song here for part one um i would just uh well uh we're we're kind of gonna stir the pot just a little bit uh, with our with our next song, but just before we get to that, um, just thinking of Robert Stack. Uh, I'm not sure how many people seen it. They haven't. I'm not surprised because it's 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 all right, but it's not a great movie. But it's uh, the um, Beavis and Butthead movie called Beavis and Butthead Do America, where <clears throat> Robert Stack's the head of the FBI <laughs> in the movie. <laughs> so, and it was funny because I was watching an interview with Mike Judge who wrote Beavis and Butthead and. He's saying he was talking, telling the story how he got Robert Stack. Uh, he asked him, and he actually agreed to to do the the role or the voiceover, right? right. And he said he said initially because you know, I got in touch with those PR people and they put me in touch with them. So he he, he called me and we were talking, and uh, he 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 says so 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 let me get this straight. This this movie's about uh, cavity searches. <laughs> so, it's like, he's already laughing, like, no, 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 because that was the thing, he's like, no, do you have any cavity search? You can never be too careful, right? <laughs> or, or, <laughs> Johnson, never, never, never end a phrase in their preposition, uh, in the shed to which they were, uh, <laughs> so, and of course, Robert Stack was Elliot Ness, the Untouchables, and he was in the airplane, so, He's in quite a few things, but yeah, he had the deep voice that kind of creeped you out as well as the music. <laughs> August fourth, nineteen eighty-two. So there you have it. So our last song of the night, like I said, this is just uh, this. It's a good tune and it's kind of for fun. But we want to kind of take a poke at uh, some of the conspiracy theorists uh, who believe that there is uh, big brother watching everything we make and. Yada yada yada, and we're not making not we're not making too much of this, but this is a band called the Gypsy Ghost, a local London Ontario band. This is off uh, their album Bird Season, and the song's called Big Brother. Do this. <laughs>
right on Gypsy Ghost and Big Brother author album Bird Language. It's Bird Language. I just I, I kind of biffed on that one, but it's a great, <laughs> great, 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 I know, right? I said Bird Feathers, but close, Bird Language. But either way, it's a great EP. I was actually at that release show and I did an interview with them that day uh, um, uh, during the, oh, the yeah, intermission. Right, yeah, yeah, so, and I got a, it's funny too because I got a picture with their percussionist slash drummer Tom. And I, I've done three different pictures over the years. So like the first one, this one, this one, this one. So, <laughs> and uh, actually, thanks to Tom, that's where I got your Gypsy Ghost CDs from. So a big thank you to Tom from Gypsy Ghost for that. So nice on Tom, love you, brother. <laughs> so um, there we go. It's just a uh, great EP, and it, but we played this just to kind of stir the pot just a little bit, you know, with the conspiracy theories that. Oh, Big Brother's watching, so get your foil helmets on and you're good to go. <laughs> <laughs> There's so much of it around, it's insane. Right? <laughs> <laughs> nah, great tune. Big fan of the, um, I was about to say the Beastie Boys. Big fan of the Gypsy Ghosts. Uh, <laughs> it's the real name of the band. Um, I'm also a big fan of the Beastie Boys, but it's not relevant to this. Um, big fan of the Gypsy Ghosts. I, I, you know, I hope one day they come back together and start playing music again because they are super talented and completely unique in what they do and the way that they do it uh, just generally amazing so yeah top quality band top quality tune great way to round out part one and nice to wind up some you know people yeah. who believe in bullshit as well <laughs> so, uh, that's, that's all good I'm looking forward to part two though because that's pretty tripped out well just before we go to that just because you mentioned the Beastie Boys um, uh, well, <laughs> it was no, an accident no no it was an accident but, but it was, it's still still uh, cool though and uh, my, my connection here is the other day uh, the radio at work I mean I don't have a choice but I have to listen because it's above head right so um, they had a song by D-Mike who was in the heart and I was telling my buddy of mine I said well did you know that uh, Bootsy Collins was a bass on that I was like oh yeah Bootsy for promise like, yep 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 cool and then for some reason, it took me forever. I could not remember Q-Tip's name. It's like, what the hell is that rapper's name? Like, <laughs> it's not. For some reason, Tone Low kept on pop, popping in my head. It's like, it's not Tone. It's like, it's like, and then I was like, oh, it's Q-Tip. How did I forget it? But Q-Tip uh, also did a song with Beasties on their on their album, Ill Communications. Yes, yeah, yeah. So there, there's there's connection right there, you know, like. Got yeah, to the like, toes. And there it goes. Oh, one two. Oh my god. One two. Oh my god. Got some shit. Got like. <laughs> <laughs> and they have some crack, crack, never up a good whack. Like, listen to me now, listen to me later. No, like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what's that called? It's uh, um, not Sarbrosa, but um, really uh, does it get it together? Yeah, yeah, get get together. Yeah. Huh, wait a minute, huh, wait a minute, get together. Phone's ringing. Oh my god, <laughs> see what's happening. One, two, uh, get the only what's this? You could both me this bony. <laughs> I got chick on just like uh, uh, Chachi and Joni because she's the cheese and I'm not a Caroni. <laughs> <laughs> not a very good rapper in the least bit, but I try. So, ah, oh, it's good. It's very, very good. So yeah, there you go. So we had a QR part one, guys. We barking about bark. <laughs> I'll be back in about <laughs> ten, ten, ten to fifteen minutes. I've been around my dogs way too long. So, uh, so we'll be back in about ten to fifteen minutes. Until then, we'll like normal. We'll let uh, Mister. Uh, we'll, well, actually, not Mister. Uh, Doctor Krieger, take us out. Dig this. Dogs are don't you? Know? Yeah. Memory banks of the supercomputer. Woo! Shrinky ding that! <laughs>
Bring her out. Why is Purple Bricks Britain's biggest estate agent brand? Maybe it's because their agents have microchips in their brains to download the latest market data. Alert! High demand for two bed flats in Leaf. Or it might be because their app makes selling your home easy. Get real-time updates about viewings, respond to messages and even accept offers. Yeah, that makes more sense. So, Edinburgh. Let's get you sold, shall we? More Home Sold claims based on independent research from 20CI. For verification, see purplebricks.co.uk slash more sold.